Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is my favorite priest, Father Joe Lobbock, pastor of Sacred Heart of Jesus Parish in Wadsworth. Welcome, Father. Good morning, Tim. How you doing? I'm super fantastic. It's good to be here. It's great to be at Living Bread Radio. It sure is. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT on how we are to have life in Christ. And today's question, uh, number 283 in the UCAT asks, what are the Beatitudes? Well, that's generally speaking, though, it's, it's what Jesus gave us. It's all contained in uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 1, beginning with verse 1. As Jesus begins the Sermon on the Mount, the first things that he says are the Beatitudes. There are eight Beatitudes. And some people liken them to commandments, but expressed in a more positive way. Rather than telling us what we shouldn't do, it tells us how we should live and what we should be doing. So as he starts out, blessed are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So again, that's something that we don't always, people think poor, they think poor in spirit, they, they don't really liken it to anything of their possessions or things like that. They kind of make it more spiritual, but which it covers really both ideas in, in many respects. And we'll get back to them. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so men persecuted the prophets who were before you. So that reminds us of the scriptures. I'm sure we've heard the Beatitudes many times throughout our lives. And it's always good to uh, to uh, go over them, to think about them. You'll be hearing them coming up pretty soon on the Feast of All Saints. That's the gospel for the Feast of All Saints is the Beatitudes. Because it is the way to sanctity. It's the way of holiness. This is how Jesus lived his life. And he's telling us this is what he's calling us, how he's calling us to live our lives. So as I said, the poor in spirit, who are the poor in spirit? Again, uh, what you had said uh, before about humility. Humility is being poor in spirit. Realizing that God is God and I'm not. So what, what God is the one who's in charge. He's in control. I can do nothing without God. 
So everything that I have, who I am, I owe to God. Whether it's my talent, my abilities, gifts, or my treasure. The things I have, the possessions I have been blessed with, I've been blessed with, or anyone, because God is calling you to share those with other people. So that's why he's, that's how we are blessed in those things. Blessed not because we're so good that God gives us more than those other people, but because he's calling us to share that with other people. So You make a great point, Father, because if I'm blessed abundantly with material possessions, a good wife, good children, good family life, a good job, good health, all those things, you make a great point. That's not because I'm such a good person. It's because God has blessed me, and I have a responsibility to share those things with others who aren't as fortunate as I am. Absolutely. Another good point you make, Father, is even the ability to say yes to God's free gift of eternal life and his free gift of love. We still have to do something, but our ability to even say yes to him is a gift. It's, it's a gift. It's, 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 God's it's not of me or my strength or my willpower or anything of me except for the grace of God. God. God's exactly. given it to me as a gift to be able to say yes. And I'm thankful because, again, I realize the importance of going to Mass. And, and again, I don't brag when I say this, but I am blessed and honored to be able to realize the importance of going to Mass. Therefore, I'm able to go every day. And again, that is a gift from God. It's not of me, but I'm thankful that he gave me the gift of faith and the realization of, hey, this is a, a, the best way you can spend 35 minutes every morning. Exactly. So it's a, it's, it's a huge gift. So again, it's acknowledging that God is God, I'm not, and he's in control. And everything I have, I have a responsibility to share that yeah. because I have been blessed right. so abundantly. His way is better than ours. He knows. He knows what he's doing. doing. Yeah, better than we do. As we move on then, the uh, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Mourning what? Again, many scholars will say it is mourning for our sins. That we realize that we fall short sometimes and we're sorry. And God is there to comfort us. The sacrament of reconciliation is there for that very purpose. That's why Jesus gave it to us. So we need to mourn our sins, to be sorry when we have offended God by doing things that we know offend the people around us. In thought, word, or deed, it's not good, so we turn to him. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. The meek, meek and mild, as Jesus was called, meek and mild, riding upon the colt, the foal of an ass, when he came into Jerusalem, meek and mild, he wasn't, Jesus didn't come in with a lot of power and glory and beating a drum or anything, but he came in very quietly, born in a stable, in a manger, laid in a manger. He, that's how he came into the world. And that is that meekness, that humility. Again, it is very much a part of the picture. Father, isn't that a reason why a lot of the Jews to this day still don't accept Jesus as the Son of God? Because they expected the Savior to come in majesty and power and greatness. They were looking and for... Jesus was just the opposite. He was humble and yeah. uh, a carpenter's son, which was about the lowest rung on the ladder yeah. that you could get. So he was very 
uh, like say under the radar, so right. to speak. So he was, yeah, he didn't uh, come with a big army to take back their their lands and their kingdoms, and that's not what he was about. Then blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Again, if we if we are hungering and thirsting for the right things, God will satisfy us. But if we're out just for the things of this world, no amount is going to satisfy us. The more we have, the more we want. But when we seek after God's own heart, then he will fill us with great things and he will be so generous we won't even be able to believe it. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And just as God is all merciful to us, it doesn't mean that I can always keep going back to God for forgiveness. That's It's more than that. That's part of it. But as we receive God's mercy, we are to become instruments of his mercy to other people. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That's the criteria. That's what Jesus told us. If you're willing to forgive, then your Father will forgive you. If you're not, then don't expect him to forgive you either. Blessed are those who are pure in heart, for they shall see God. Pure in heart, single-hearted, sometimes it's translated that our, our main objective is God. He is the center of our life. Nothing else really matters. And if we seek him with our heart, all our heart and soul, we will be satisfied. He will be with us. He will come to us, and we will be with him for all eternity. One of my favorite saints, uh, when I hear this phrase, I'm reminded of St. Teresa of Lisieux or Teresa of the Child Jesus. She was declared a doctor of the church, and she wasn't an intellectual giant like St. Augustine or St. Thomas Aquinas. Right. But she was known for her little way yeah. and her simple way. And her simple way is just what you said, Father, to focus on loving and serving God, period. That's it. And because of that little way, it was so simple, but yet it was so true. True. Do great things with great love. Do little things with great love. Whatever it is you do, as St. Paul said, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. It's all pretty much the same philosophy. Do little things with great love. That's what Mother Teresa picked up on, too. That was her patron. So she followed mm -hmm. that way as well. Mm -hmm. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Peacemaking. That's what, you know, of course, that's self-explanatory it gives us making peace but what does that mean it's not just the absence of turmoil in our lives to be at peace means to be one with God to be aware of God and even in the midst of turmoil we can still bring God into focus and that's what being a peacemaker means it doesn't mean getting everybody getting along and making them like each other but it means bringing God into our daily lives and our situations. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of, of heaven. And the next one, both those kind of say the same thing. When we are persecuted, that's part of who we are. Jesus was persecuted greatly for all the things that he said. They didn't want to hear him, and eventually they hung him on a cross to shut him up. But when we are persecuted for his sake, 
then our reward will be great in heaven because we will be following in the footsteps of the master things that don't go right in our lives people may say things to us say things about us criticize us and our first inclination is to get very defensive and try to get back at them and overpower them but Jesus is just saying okay this is what we put up with we speak the truth we should never be intimidated to do otherwise. But we can't be going around carrying a big stick and beating people over the head with the gospel. We just live it, we speak it, we share it with others. But if they don't buy it, if they want to do whatever they want to us, God will always be with us. Mm -hmm. Well said, Father. We've been listening to Father Joe Labak as we go through the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, and how we are to live our lives. We just went through all the Beatitudes, and Father Joe, could we have uh, your blessing, please? May the blessings of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon you and your families and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. We have hundreds of past Faith with Father shows archived, and we are now podcasting all of the new shows. You can subscribe right on our website, livingbreadradio.com. Go to the Programming tab and click on Faith with Father. Remember that Faith with Father is a great teaching tool to use at your parish. Along with the UCAT, you can listen to any archive show. Then go by number, and they cover the entire UCAT. So just go to livingbreadradio.com, go to the Programming tab, and click on Faith with Father. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry. God bless you. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.